All right, I am here with Katarina. And Katarina, I'm going to let you say your last name. <laughs> it's Trajewska. Yes, I would have butchered it. I am sorry. Um, so, uh, l- let's hear a little bit about you. Sure. So, hi, I'm Katarina. I come from Macedonia. Uh, I've been in software engineering for seven years already, co-founder of uh, Adiva, which is a global network of software engineers. We partner with companies to help them scale their engineering teams. And so while working in this industry, working with uh, clients directly, I've had the chance to um, collaborate closely with both startups and uh, enterprises where I really started digging into software architecture and optimizing uh, software development processes, basically. Yeah. So, so what got you into programming? Ooh. So, actually, at first, before I uh, signed up for college, I was kind of wondering what I wanted to to study, and programming wasn't really my first choice. So, it was basically like um, discussing with my friends, and one of my friends had a, had a brother who was already in software engineering, so I'm always seeing like that lack of uh, example of women in engineering and, uh, you know, success stories uh, when we grow up and when we start learning um, really could have made me go into a different direction, so I'm very, very really grateful <laughs> about that, that I really uh, chose something that I'm currently very passionate about. Yeah, that's great. Um, so you, you were a speaker here today uh, at, at Laricon uh, 2019. Uh, what did you talk about? Uh, I talk, um, talked about a bit of a different concept of uh, software architecture or approaching software development in general. So I called it time-driven development, which I googled it. It didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And it was weird for me because uh, it sounded like it uh, made a lot of sense um, because it's essentially working on projects uh, while thinking about the context of of, uh, what you're trying to build and uh, deciding on the software architecture depending on on that context that you work in. Okay. So um, for folks that uh, were were not able to see your talk, uh, I think that's a good summary. what would you hope that, that folks take away from your talk today? Is there, is there a practical item or two where you say, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, you know, this is what you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I get back from the conference, I'm sitting in front of my code base, what do I do? How, how do I put this into practice? Yeah. So it's basically uh, thinking about what you're trying to achieve, try to discuss with uh, product owners or uh, the business part of your team uh, and understand the goals of the project, understand what value it's supposed to bring to both the the company and uh, uh, the customers, basically, and use that uh, to lead you uh, about the software architecture that you're going to choose um, for the project. So during the talk, I covered two examples. One of them was um, optimizing the software architecture of uh, one module that we worked on uh, for our platform. And it was using the best software uh, development practices uh, to achieve code that would be easy to extend, easy to maintain on the long run. And it really simplified our lives because uh, it made us po- it made it possible for us to uh, change things and extend things as we went forward. Uh, but on the other side, there was another example where we tried to achieve the same thing, but while doing it, we actually over-engineered things and ended up with uh, an unusable code base. So that was the, the two sides of, 
of the same coin and uh, following the context and common sense when uh, deciding on the software architecture and essentially thinking about the trade-offs before choosing anything. Sure. So it's it's the eternal struggle. Yes. Of, uh, organization and abstraction and yeah, yeah. it's an art, uh, definitely not a science. Uh, so uh, thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. I appreciate it. Um, for folks tuning in, I appreciate you listening as well. Um, if uh, people want to keep up with what you're doing, uh, what's the best way to, to follow you? Twitter should be the best way. They can ping me anytime. We can discuss more. Okay. You're underselling it. What's, what's your Twitter handle? Ooh, that would be tough. <laughs> <laughs> it involves my last name, so... <laughs> Okay. okay. All right. Well, well, we'll see that those make it in the show notes then. How about that? Yep, that would be good. All right. All right. Well, thanks again. Um, so until next time, uh, we'll see you then.